0: I'm Daniel, I'm with Corey and Josh from Stone Sour, and this is the official story of Hydrograd. Guys and
1: monsters, what you need? Can't wait to watch you
2: bleed. Putting on my blue-sweigh shoes and dancing on your fucking ground. gotten to the point where I, I don't just write and and leave it like i'll tweak as we go mm. and until i feel really comfortable with it so at what point do you then go this is what
0: i've got to say to josh for usually example?
2: i mean it's it's in the demo stage how critical
0: are you i'm
1: just curious i'm not looking for dirt i'm just curious <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> every once in a while i'll say uh, i don't know about this line but it's not it's not very critical
2: Josh is a big fan of knowing what I'm talking about. Yeah, for the most part. So once I kind of give him where I'm at and the definition of it, nine times out of ten, I'd say you, you back it. We've we've only had a couple of discussions, and it's usually something sometimes more about the more controversial shit or laying back on the swearing because I can be very prof you know profane obviously, but he's right sometimes. He's like, <laughs> no, he absolutely he is, and and. It's only honestly now that I can really admit it. Because like, sometimes you're just like, oh, this fuck is in my head. I'm, You know, just that asshole hmm. writer shit. But he's right, you know? And there have been times where it's like I go back retroactively and I'm like, you know what? You were right for me to you know, take some of this stuff out. Because mm-hmm. it took away from the potential of the song. Because people aren't listening to the song now. They're just paying attention to the fact that you're fucking screaming fuck all over it. It's been a good lesson for me as a writer to to listen to outside, because most people think it's just a one minded thing, but it can be good to to let people in, and especially people who you respect their opinion. But don't tell Josh that cause I can't have that. <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get embarrassing later.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny thing. Like um, when I was looking into titles and stuff, and, and the whole thing about a Taipei personality. Yeah, yeah, I mean you are that the epitome of that. I think you know it's somebody that's totally driven that is working on 40 things at once but then the, the interesting thing the flip side of that is is that um, the type B personality that's the the, yeah. the kind of laid back writer type yeah because you kind of you flip
2: between the two i go with, yeah and it's just because of my honestly personality and
0: i think i think that's probably why you guys work so well together to, to complement each other
2: i wish I could be your last goodbye But I'm not I guess I'm sorry I have this tombstone quality I wish that you could see me here I wish that you could feel me here
0: What are the highlights for you guys?
1: What about you Josh first? There's so many of them, actually. Yeah. I mean, to be able to kind of flush out the idea for Type A, which is kind of a couple of riffs that I've had for quite a while, yeah. to actually put that together, to see the band take a step in St. Marie in, yeah. a, in a direction that we haven't done. I love the energy and Someone Stole My Eyes. And then yeah. for me as a writer, When the Fever Broke is probably my favorite out of all of them. As yeah. I said, it's just a huge new direction for me as a writer going into it. I knew what I wanted to hear, but not necessarily knowing how to capture it. So to kind of put that together and then everybody else coming in and putting their two cents on it and it became this whole other. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a yeah, really it's just, good track. I think it's just as much as I think St. Marie surprises people. I think that that song is the same way. Yeah. It's just like yeah, this whole yeah. other thing but it doesn't feel like it's not part of the record though i mean no it's a perfect closer feels like a guy on a
0: spaceship just disappearing off into space do you know what i mean yeah no absolutely it's like i did a wistful sigh when i listened to it no it's great
2: not what i used to be i know i've rearranged my head this is life when I listen to it, I, I see, for some reason, I just, I see electric light. Like, I see, like, little bits of, like, points of light, yeah. you know? Like, like, whether it's on machinery or in the distance or whatever, I just see man-made light. It's really strange, you know? But it's hmm. it's a melancholy vibe where yeah. you're just kind of, like, you're maybe in the dark or standing in the, at, at outside at night or whatever. And you're just kind of looking off, and it's not natural light, but it's, it's artificial. So it's almost like, it's almost like closing in on you. I love that tune. It was one of those tunes that like, even the demo was completely different, but it, you know, it started out with, you know, largely from stuff that he had written. But then when we recorded it, we really tried to get away from any sort of easy Mm -hmm. approach. We didn't want it to sound like something that we had done before. We didn't want it to do, we didn't want to do the cliche ideas. We wanted it all, we wanted to create it almost in a soundscape way where Mm -hmm. it's like the guitars, they don't necessarily sound like guitars. The, the, The melody doesn't necessarily sound like melody. Like we wanted it to have that atypical vibe, but also be very like melodic. very gratifying putting that together you know we used a lot of like Roy brought in his spaceship of Moog stuff and set up this big command center really man it was pretty rad and he and I just went back and forth using like mini Moogs and stuff and really creating these really cool soundscapes you guys used a lot of pedals
1: for like the melody and stuff I mean going into to that song we wanted to create a soundscape in my mind you know I Obviously we don't sound like Pink Floyd, but I wanted it to sonically sound that epic and big. Mm. And then I approached the guitar. Actually none of the guitar is really that difficult. I I wanted to take almost like the edge type approach to it. You know, so much of what he's playing when he takes when he doesn't have yeah, all the yeah, effects yeah. off, you're like, That's what that is? Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so I wanted I had all these pedals and really a lot of those effects for the guitar. I mean, I use like There's, like, five different guitars that make that that don't sound like guitar, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's probably my favorite song that the band has ever done at this point. pretty good, yeah. Because it's just so... I don't want to take away from the heavy stuff that we've done over the years, but, you know, it's just such a new direction. It's not like, oh, here's... A different version of 303150, 30, you yeah, know, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like now there's this whole new world that's been opened up and, and it helps build, you know, my confidence. And now I can write like that. It doesn't yeah. always have to be a riff, you know. And mm. yeah.
0: It feels like this whole record has those moments where it is just you guys pushing out with everything you've had as a bass before yeah, and just yeah. seeing seeing where you end up.
2: I mean, you take songs like Mercy, which is a perfect design. It's one of those tunes where it's like, I don't think we've ever done anything like that before, but it but it feels like us. It doesn't feel like us forcing ourselves on a style. It feels like yeah. us kind of discovering this whole other side to ourselves as songwriters, as performers. It, it's not us taking a risk. It's like, I mean, when we started playing it, we were like, God, I can't wait to play this live. It just had that vibe, you know, where mm-hmm. it was like... We didn't even worry about, you know, what people were going to think. We were just like, this song is awesome, you know, so. Pretty much every song on this album has that vibe. It has that feel of, we're not trying to Force a different perspective on anything. We're just, we're just slowly but surely kind of maybe even coming into our own again as songwriters and as performers, and you know just kind of discovering this whole other side that we thought that we maybe even hadn't even thought of before. And now all of a sudden, it's a potential, it's a possibility. Like Saint Marie, like Fever. Honestly, even like uh, Rose Red, which is such a different tune for us, yeah. and yet still feel like felt so natural tracking it and it was one of our favorites in the demo stage where it was like this is different but it's awesome you know it was really cool those are the things that like Josh said builds your confidence as a writer it 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 expands your world to the point where now you're not just stoked about the album you have you're stoked about the potential for the stuff you're going to write later you know you have that kind of outlook further down the line I mean it just kind of It writes your history for you. Hey, what up? This is Corey and Josh from Stone Sour. We've just wrapped up recording the Stone Sour Hydrograd podcast. Subscribe for future episodes.